Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Adulting, where I discuss what it means to be an adult in this day and age, or perhaps to not be an adult as it seems that none of us really have any clue what's going on, whether you're 16, 18, 24, 35. And in this episode, I interview my mum, who is probably one of my most favourite people, which I think you'll understand why by the end of this episode. I found it really interesting to hear how she grew up and what her kind of life trajectory was, because it's so differing from what I've experienced. And in some ways, I feel it's kind of made me realise I obviously realise how lucky I am to have a lot of the opportunities that I have, especially as a woman. But in also understanding how maybe the way that the world's changed for the better and these positive changes might actually be the the crux or the reason for us finding it a bit more difficult to find our feet as an adult. I'm just going to let you go straight into this episode because I just think it's fantastic. But I might be biased because it is my mum. But I hope you enjoy it and I can't wait to hear your feedback. Here goes. Hi, mum. Hello. So, do you want to get a bit nearer? Okay. Okay. So, do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, yes. My name's Olive May. (laughs) How old are you? I'm about to be 60. No, no. I'm uh, 59. (laughs) 10 months. That's great. Thanks. Okay, so, obviously, this podcast is called Adulting, and it's all about that weird stage in your 20s or whenever when you don't really know what's going on with life. Mm. So obviously we've grown up in slightly different generations, even, I know, even yeah. if we are BFFs. So when when did you think you first felt like you were an adult? Well, that's difficult because I always think now when I think back, I used to think, gosh, I think I might have been an adult when I was two. <laughs> I know that sounds really silly because I have great memories, stop laughing, actually maybe three, of okay. um, I used to sweep the floor. I don't think you did that too, maybe like five. No, 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 I was little. Because I only had um, the one brother, and I now have three brothers at the time. <laughs> Obviously, the other two were not born. So, um, yes, when I was very young. And then as I got older, I always used to take responsibility for my brothers. One was older and two were younger. But I always w- wanted to wash their football boots, which were leather, which were hand-scrubbed by moi. And also wash my dad's shirts and scrub his arms and the collars. Isn't that a weird thing to do when you were little? Yeah, that but is then I weird. think as I got older, I noticed that... I probably wasn't. I think when I went to school, I suddenly wasn't very mature. So do you think that you felt like an adult in terms of you had loads of adult responsibilities? Yeah, no, because I wanted, I felt I had to do things in the home. I think that's just me. I like tidying up, perhaps. But I, but you, do know, you think that's I also play. Cause... I'd rather do that than go playing, going out and play. Do you think that's because Gaggy and Granny had to work all the time? Yes, they did work hard. Yes, they did. My mum was a nurse and did night shifts and my dad worked long and late shifts. So whether we were on our own a lot, I don't know. Maybe I used to do the housework. So do you think you had to grow up quicker than I'd had to? Yes, in a funny way, yes, because I was sort of had to get as soon as I was old enough. 
I used to have, my mum said, you have to get a Saturday job. I didn't do a paper round, because I think that was my brothers did those. But I got a Saturday job very early. And I got a job in a chip shop, which I loved, because the only thing I liked in there was the crackling. So I thought I could eat it all. But, Is it called crackling? Yeah, that's The leftover bits? Yeah, called yeah. crackling. And we used to serve it in a bag. But I thought I could be in the chip shop eating the crackling, but obviously not. I had to serve the fish and chips. <laughs> so did you get told off? Out. No, they didn't notice. I still ate the crackling and serve fish and chips. I was really good, <laughs> polite, quick, and all those things, all of the above. Do you think you had a better understanding of like monetary responsibility? Like with that money that you earned, what would you buy with it? Would it be things for you or would that have to go towards the family? No, no, it was for me, but it wasn't that much. So it was only enough to probably buy a magazine in those days called Jackie. And I can't remember how much it was. It was like two and six, you know, it was the odd decimal money in the olden days. And that's all I had. It was, I wouldn't earn more than a pound or one pound fifty. What was Jackie about? It, it was about it was sort of like girls, girly things, but it was for young girls. It was not like the magazines. Not today. like Cosmopolitan. No, no, gosh, no. Like girl talk. What I used to get when I was, or Smash uh, or Miz. Do you remember yeah, those? Yeah, lower, younger than that. It was more like a Beano. It's more like oh, a comic, but for for girls, and it wasn't even as sophisticated as Beano or Daddy, yeah. which is a bit weird. But I loved it because you always got a free thing on the front. Well, when you were young, when was that whole thing? I actually don't even know. I shouldn't even brought this up. But you know the banks when they gave out all the loans and stuff. That was like when you and Dad were younger. Oh yeah, so that like, was in the eighties. So you were the years when you like thought everyone could have it, all kind of things. So you had a very different. When I grew up, like the baby boomer type yeah, age group, yes. we would thought that we could have everything because you guys had been. Do you it was I mean? easier then because everyone that was young in those days, if you had a reasonably good job or you know a big enough income, you. You knew you could get three or four times your salary, which is really still yeah. legal these days then to get a mortgage. So then moving up to that age, so when you and Dad first thought about buying a house, you felt quite easily you could comfortably kind of get somewhere. Mm, yes, yeah, definitely. Then I got married quite young, I was 21, 20, 21. And then when we bought our flat, I was still coming up to 22 and it was like my home. I had a home, a whole home to myself to run. And did you feel, because right now I'm obviously 24 and I feel like you would have felt older than I feel. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I think I was more, I used to do everything, all the washing, all the shopping, all I the I still everything. do my washing. I know, it's not quite in the same vein, I don't think. Yeah, but and mum, literally, just to caveat this, did. mum is the, like the best washer you've ever, everything is whiter than white. I still I actually don't understand how you keep your white so white. I still haven't learned that. Okay. She's okay. making such a proud face. <laughs> I know. B-L-E-A-C-H. Bleach. But no, be careful. You can't bleach white. You, what, you bleach our clothes? No, no. I use the odd spray on a, on a stay. It's like clothes You've bleach. You've got to be urgently putting it on. You have to put it on and then take it off. But it's meant for clothes, not like toilet No, no, bleach. it's not meant for clothes. Oh. Bleach spray. But you've got to be really careful. Doesn't that it. make things go yellow? No, you've got to be quick. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll leave that to That's you. That's technique. Yeah. No, I think, yes, we were definitely older so even though I might have been 21 22 I think I was more not mature I didn't know much about world you're more worldly wise than I was yet I was more homely sort of like I could hold I did my nursing job and I'd come home and have the flat all organized and do all the shopping all that sort of thing but I didn't know anything about more like domesticated yes For, for example there was no internet no phones nothing like that no telephones yeah so if you wanted something you'd have to go and look it up in the library and there was phone boxes I used to love phone boxes what would you do in a phone box? Phone somebody. <laughs> no, no. Oh, two. No, I can't remember. The oh, number I now. used to. Do you remember when I used to ring in phone box and do the reverse number and used to charge yes. you loads of money because yeah. I never had any money. No, no. I think you could ring free and you could if you had to dial nine nine nine, you'd have to go into a phone box. Oh yeah, that's so long. Did yeah. you ever have to do that? Uh, no, not really. Oh, that's good. Okay, so what I want to get an idea of, I think our generation, like the millennial generation, we all well we've adulting is like a word that we all use really commonly mm. but it wasn't really a word before and the word in itself is quite childish isn't it it's like makes 
No, but I think, although you call it adulty, and I think in a funny way, you are more adulty than I was, but it's just different. I did things different. I think I could do more things, like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel more more practical. Whereas you could look stuff up. If you want to know something, you look it up, you're instantly, you know where to go, how to access stuff. You seem to know when I say things to you, you instantly know the answer. I'm thinking, why don't I know? But that's just, but that isn't necessarily being knowledgeable. It's just knowing how to use technology probably. Mm, Maybe. So this is another question that I want to ask. So right now, Mm. obviously I have, you don't think I really have a job, do you? (laughs) I keep thinking. I know you have a job. But like for me, it's, there's so many things I could do. I don't, you know, when people ask you like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. When you were little, did you know the answer to that question? No, not when I was tiny, no. But I knew, because I was innately always a carer type of person, yeah. and I always used to want to help old people. I always had this thing about old people and helping them out. So when I was at school, I used to go into a nursing... I don't know why, into a hospital and help people. It, nothing scared me. I wasn't bothered about people being sick or whatever. So I thought then... After a year after I left school, I thought oh, I should go and be a nurse, really. And then that you loved nursing, didn't you? Yeah. So for you, that was quite straightforward. You just said, I'm going to be a nurse, and then you did it, and you yes. loved it. Yeah. Loved I it. think the weird thing about our my generation is that no one seems to know what to do. Mm. And even when you get a job, no one's like, happy in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I know, because I think my mum was a nurse. Yeah. So I thought, I naturally, often people do follow, don't they? But yeah, I think if she wasn't a nurse, I might not have known or gone for it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Because the other weird thing is, I guess, now, with more equal opportunity for, like, men and women, there's almost so much more choice mm. for things that we want to do. And I also think, because think about how much longer everyone's living, I think that's why we feel like we're younger. Because you started yes. your, like, almost your adult life much younger than I did in some oh, ways. Oh, yes, because people, I didn't, although we were, had children, but I was... I was 29 by the time I had my first baby. So we didn't have children for the first That's actually eight quite years. a good age, isn't it? Yeah. So, because I was busy working and faffing about shopping mostly, which <laughs> I loved. All mm. our generation are really, like, no one wants to almost get into that final job yet. Everyone wants to travel before they mm. do it. Or everyone's really, this is the whole concept, like, everyone's putting off that adult well, that's why I keep saying to phase. you girls, go to, like, Tiffany's in Australia, which is really sad. But It's my big sister. Yeah. But if you went, I'd say, no, go. I wouldn't say, yeah. I, I would miss you, obviously. God, there'd be less washing. But you literally come up and take my washing. You have to force it. I know, it, but I can, it's easier it if I hand. do. It's just easy because things last longer if I wash things. <laughs> I don't know why that. No, but I think you should do it because I'd love to have done that. But I yeah. don't think I would have done it in my age because I don't think in that funny sort of way I wouldn't have been. Yeah, mind you, no, I. Don't I think you've got that. a lot of nouse about you. No, no, because I did. We worked. I worked in Saudi Arabia. And my friend went off. To, if I wasn't married, I was desperate to go and work for the king in Riyadh, and never did. And I was thinking, God, I could have got a Rolex then, but never mind. Oh my God! Can you tell us the story about that guy? That we did he weed on you? No, he weed on the floor. It's a Marcus hospital. Yeah, but he was like one of the princes. I'm not sure. I don't think he was the king. Not an English prince, by the way. No, he's Arab. Yeah, yeah. just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I wasn't having that, you see. I wasn't. A lot of people were slightly not subservient to them, but in awe of them. But I thought, well, no, sorry, that doesn't matter what his. You know, obviously they treated women funnily, but yeah. all the Arabs liked me because I was prepared to talk off. to them. And I'd tell him off and I'd go, la la la, which meant no, no, no in Arabic. Does that actually mean no? La, it means no, yeah. And they'd look at me horrified and his bodyguards look at me and I'm going, no. And I'd say, la la la. And then I said, I'm trying to give him a bath. And I, can't, I used to say, I can't remember what bath is now. And he didn't want to bath because he didn't want to take his clothes off. And obviously, being female, male, that was horrendous oh, for yeah. him. So I said, "Don't worry, we'll have a bath with your clothes, with your robes on." So I took him into the bathroom and sat him in this big hoisting and just shoved him in the bath. You don't think you're a feminist, do you? But that's you don't like the word, or do you think you're a feminist? Just no, I think I am not outwardly. Yeah, I am in certain. You are because the way that you act, you're very like 
you want everything to be equal between people and oh, you're very yes, yes I don't yeah I don't like things that aren't sort of fair yeah and I think no but I think I was always as a youngster but you're quite outspoken aren't you yeah. I used to talk to anybody and everybody it didn't bother me but some people will not they shy away but I could speak to a stranger it doesn't matter who they are yeah king that's queen true. whatever I go hi how are you doing Actually, I must tell you another story. This okay, is so funny. In my day in Tooting Broadway, when mum used to take me to school, um, it's quite funny. They were, in those days, there were lots of streakers. I don't know what it was about men flashing or flashing streakers. You know that's actually sexual harassment, but carry on. Yeah, but no, I thought it was funny. But um, <laughs> mum used to say to me, there was this chap in a beige coat. He often used to do it. I mean, he's obviously dead now because he's quite elderly. And he used obviously. to just come up in front of me and just open his coat. And my mum, being an Irish woman, would just tell him to... Bogger off. Yeah, was but a worse word than that. What would you say? You don't in the accent. Fuck off. Fuck off. You yeah, but with an E. That. You can. You're Egypt. You're and all that. And don't look. And I sort of said, well, it's too late. I've looked. But anyway, it was so boring. I didn't think that that, oh, my God, I've been shocked for the rest of it. I wasn't scarred by that. I just thought it was funny. I remember it so well, but it How never... How old were you? Again, I was at primary school, so I wouldn't primary school live But what 11. would you do if that happened to me when I was with you? I'd probably hit the person. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, <laughs> No, no, but I wouldn't... But do you know what I mean? At the time, you thought it was funny, but Granny obviously wouldn't have thought it was funny. No. Yeah. But Granny didn't... Yeah, she wouldn't have... I wouldn't have hit him, actually, but I would have probably... I don't know. People don't do that now. They do worse no. things than that, don't they? Yeah, well, I think everything happens, doesn't it? Yeah. So do you think when you were growing up, what did you define as successful? Like, if you would... Say when you're, like, maybe 15, 16, and you thought of a woman who you thought was successful, would you think, like... When you look forward to your future, did you imagine yourself like being a mum with children? Yes, probably, but I didn't think of women as doctor working as doctors, which is weird, isn't it? Yeah. I only I thought of nursing because I was it's all I sort of knew really. Or lawyers, I never thought of no. being a lawyer, a solicitor, doctor, anything like that. So, but all my brother's friends, though, funny enough, they they did all that, and they were a lot of them successful. All the boys. They were barristers, yeah, yeah. And did that sort of thing. A lot of them went to uni. But um, did you ever think that you no, could go to uni? Never even occurred to me. No, didn't even actually. Probably never thought. Because uni. in those days, in your school books and stuff, I bet it would just have been like girls would have been nurses or carers, mm. and the men would have had those jobs. Yes. That's mad, isn't it? That's yeah. changed so much. I think it might have been different if I'd gone to a slightly different school. I did go to an all girls Catholic school with run by nuns. They were lovely. Do you think that changed the way that you grow up? Probably yes. I think we were very cosseted, and sort of it was all about religion. I used to go to church every Sunday. Had to. Otherwise Did I you like it, play. though? Yeah, it was quite a social thing. I used to go and just laugh. No, not really. I wasn't that bad. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Cheers. I know Christ. I knew all the press. I was so good. I can't sing, so I never did sing. I mimed the whole way through. That's but so I'd good. go every Sunday because I knew mum would say, if you didn't go to church, you can't do whatever. So I want to go back to that point that you were saying, because I think it's so interesting that when you were at school, you never realised that you could be these careers which were really gendered as male careers. So, oh gosh yeah so I'm, yeah if now you were at school and you were like brought up my age and you could have those opportunities and you did imagine did you know any male doctors when you uh, female doctors when you were a nurse no didn't know anyone really it was all mm. men oh no when i was a nurse yeah yeah oh yes yeah, yeah there were female nurse. doctors but then i wouldn't think that i could do that job then and maybe not now because i'm not i don't like to study it's too much like hard work but same <laughs> <laughs> no, no, to me, I've always got better things to do, like washing or making a pot of tea. But the point is, if I was studious, a bit like your middle sister, Emily, who just studied night and yeah. day, and I don't know how then people do that, it. I could have done it. Yes, but there were female dogs, but I used to think that was quite alien. I used to think they were a different type of person. Yeah. Like, nurses were nurses, that was their little compartment, and the doctors were in another compartment. But in those days, don't forget, all the male doctors, it was very 
they were it was just amazing they'd have their three piece suits and their gold chains hung across yeah. the front and you'd almost like bow to them well I didn't actually but this is really bad actually on to what this is kind of like what we're talking about in um power powerful men and stuff mm. like with Weinstein you told me that story about that doctor what oh. was it the older doctor can you tell the that story? surgeon yeah um yeah, I won't say his name. He would have died a long time ago. But he worked. I worked with him across two hospitals. So I think I was doing a cardiothoracic course at the Brompton Hospital. And then when I did that, I left and went to the Cromwell. I thought that was too much like hard work. And I'd go and work at the Cromwell, which I loved. <laughs> Private <laughs> hospital, really nice. Anyway, while I was at um, the Brompton, I came across this surgeon. He'd always, he was very tall quite elegant but he was quite drooly so he had very pocked skin I think he must have drunk a lot but he always had a gold chain a three-piece suit with a waistcoat and all that sort of thing and he used to come up to me and sort of make little lewd suggestions should I say what yeah he used to say do you want a quick a QLO and I used to think what the hell's a QLO that's really weird and I said no sorry mister whatever your name is being a surgeon he was a mister um, and he'd say a quick leg over and I thought oh my goodness I think <laughs> you can't say that that's really rude and I said so to me I didn't think oh god this is like harassment, harassment or sexual abuse I said to him no no but I'd much prefer a QCOT and he said huh and I said, a quick cup of tea. <laughs> that is so good. Because I thought, well, why? Because I wasn't actually harassed because I just thought he was like dribbling, not dribbling, but he was spitting, <laughs> uh, you know, people spit. But that's what's so interesting is that our perspective is those things in life, like we very much for, forever have believed that that's just part and parcel of being a woman. Mm. But really, it is actually sexual harassment. I know that you didn't see it like that. No. But it's so crazy that in this amount of time we've realised that these things happen all over the place because mm. to you it might have just been a, a QLO. No, no, but he, he did this for a long time. He was always sent to me, I think because I was quite chatty and obviously being a young nurse and I used to chat away. And then one day I did say to him, look, I don't, I got cross. I said, you can't really say that. I don't really like it. It's a bit rude or whatever. And he, he took umbrage, as my mum would say, and he wouldn't talk to me. And then when I went to the Cromwell, I was... Oh, no, it was at the Brompton. I was in the intensive care, and he tied my dress to the chair, which was a bit weird. I know, because it had a belt at the back, in the bow or not. And he undid it while he was seeing the patient, undid the belt and tied it to the chair. And I remember thinking, Mr. Uh-uh-uh, whatever your name is, (laughs) you can't do that. What have you done? But I obviously was facing forward, and I had to get somebody to undo No, the patient was unconscious in intensive care. They were not very well. Oh, right, yeah. and he thought that was funny. And I thought, gosh, he, mu- he must have been in late 60s then. Then I met him at the Cromwell and he sort of recognised me. and thought, oh, my God, that's her. And he was actually better. He didn't really do that. And he used to say to me... Maybe you got told off. No, you wouldn't know. That's the other thing. You would never... I would never go to anybody above me and say, this person said this really? to me. Really? Yeah. What if he said something worse or... No, if no, because they he deny and they'd um, believe. So you him. just feel like you had no. No, I wouldn't have said. It never even occurred to me to tell anyone. That's so bad. It's really like what's going on because you just think you just don't have a way out. But if I did, though, the hospital, both hospitals, I think, would have taken his side. They would have covered it up because he would have said, "Oh, silly woman, shoot, silly young girl, what's she talking about?" Because he was so powerful. He was power, and at the Cromwell, he brought in so much money. So did you feel like, as a, as a woman growing up in your generation, that a lot of things just you were kind of silenced over because there wasn't even any point in you? Yeah, I think so. I wasn't, I mean, I used to say I wasn't a wallflower, no. as well. I'd always speak up. But yeah, I suppose I should have said something. But no, I didn't. No, it didn't not you should have. Just women didn't feel like they had as much autonomy. Mm. You used to tell me, this is my favourite thing, she'd be like, if you ever go out on your own, just take your pepper spray and a hat pen. No, pepper, pepper spray, spray is pepper not spray. even legal No, no, not in one. those days. No, you get hat No, pin. but you did used to have this. When I was little and I first started going out, you'd try to give me a hat pen and you'd be like, stick it where it hurts. Yeah, And exactly. I'd be like, mum, can't do that. Of course you do. Nobody will know. It's just a <laughs> 
Well, you go for it. And also you walk in the middle of the road and then you shite fire, shite, shout fire. You shite fire. You shit fire, yeah. <laughs> well, no, sorry. To but I think also, I think nowadays you're aware of this, like sexual abuse or whatever it is, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Whereas in my day, it wasn't known no as one that. Spoke I didn't about know it. that's what that would have been called. No. And people spoke to you like that. It wasn't because I didn't. I, I didn't think it was abnormal. I knew it wasn't right, but it's. I thought but well, it was you, like you just think I that's normal. Yeah, I dealt with stuff as it came along. I mean, I used to stand up for my brothers, not my older brother, but the little ones going to school. I'd hold their hands, and if anyone used to fight with them, I used to fight with them too. Whoops. Are you good at fighting? Very good. <laughs> I don't think I've ever properly learned how to fight. <laughs> it's nice. I'm just cleaning the table. There's a really irritating mark. Isn't there? <laughs> And you, so when did you think you would be an adult? Like when you were younger, would you be like 18, 21? Yeah, no. I'm not, I think probably when you get married, you sort of think, oh goodness, I'm an adult. That seemed old. If I'd known then that I didn't have to get married so young, I probably shouldn't have got married so young. Because you feel like you could have done more. Yeah, I would have done more. I would have been done something else and I wouldn't have had the girls. But I would have had a different life. But it's weird. Once you get married, I think you settle into that role. Yeah. So I then didn't look for anything else. I think other people did, but that was just me, I think. And when we were growing up, when did you think... So obviously I got told a sister Tiffany is 30 and Emily's almost 29. Mm. Now, as we got older, do you keep thinking we're really young? Because I remember thinking Tiffany was so old when she was 18. No, I think... No, because when you say the ages, I think, oh, my God, that seems old. And I don't think that they seem that age. Because I think when I was 30, I seemed older. And now I'm nearly 60, I feel like I'm 21. That's good. You are only as old as you feel, though. Yeah, I know. Do you think that my life... So, obviously, my way that I work is completely different from anything Mm. you would have had the opportunity. So, I would just work freelance. I can work when I want. Yeah, I do find it a bit, not odd, a bit alien still. And I think you're lucky. I think you've got more freedom than I Much more freedom, I think. I don't think, even in those days, if I wasn't married, I don't think I'd still be as free as you were. I think no. I used to go off and do things, like meet friends, and I was always sort of going out with girlfriends and doing bits, but not... But I think a lot of people maybe don't have the same amount of freedom as I do. But you'd go to a local club, you wouldn't do anything anything else. You'd never... I'd never, ever eat out. There's no such really? thing as having breakfast out or eating a meal out. I think breakfast out is quite recent anyway, even in mm. my lifetime, I don't think it was as big But I think thing. in those days, if you were going out, you'd eat before you went out, you wouldn't go out for a meal. No, would anyone go out for a meal? Well, only for a curry, that's the only thing you ever did in those days. That, do you know what? I was listening to this on, um, who was it, Jessie Ware's podcast. She was saying about this, someone she had on said in the 80s, his mum used to make her own homemade cur- curries and that was like unheard of. Yes. Because no one knew recipes for... No. We used to go with mum and dad to curry. There's one in Clapham Common. I actually think it's still there. We used to go with them there and I don't think... Could you dad... have pizza? Or like spaghetti? I never had pizza when I was little. Really? Did you know what it was? Yeah, I've never had spaghetti bolognese as such. When I was older, but what would was, you eat? What were your staple meals at home? Always potatoes. It was like the old-fashioned sort of um, meals, like, like potatoes and vegetables. Yeah, roast dinners. But often, as a child, we'd have, which I actually loved, which is really weird, is like egg, a fried egg. And my mum used to fry with it, and I hate frying anything now. I'd never fry. I never not used in to fry. oil anyway. No, I never fried anyway, which is a weird thing. And a fried egg on top of hula hoops. <laughs> I know. As in the Chris? No, what? you Wally. <laughs> no, don't be that. But no, what? like baked beans, but in hula hoop shapes. Hula hoops. Spaghetti hoops. Yeah, spaghetti hoops. I call them hula hoops, okay. You <laughs> was like, what? That was so delicious. Yeah. When did you first get drunk? Oh, now, this, now, Tim, Emily, well, I know, all my Bloody girls get hell. named. I Mom don't know any of their names. But that's my Alzheimer's coming back. Because I'm the youngest, so you never know yeah. which one I am. Anyway, so gnomes. 
um, always thinks I'm getting paralytic, which actually I never do. I've never actually I been I never said you're paralytic. No, she thinks if you say drunk, it's like a really That's derogatory rude. and rude word. Well, it's really not. Rude. It just means you've you're, you've been, your body has, your brain has changed because you've had a bit of alcohol. Yeah, but if your brain has intoxicated. changed, you fall over. But I don't, no, I can carry on as usual. you can just be tipsy. When okay. I say you're drunk, I just mean you've had a drink. Yes, yeah, so drunk to me means somebody who can barely walk up the road and needs assistance. <laughs> anyway, so when I didn't, I didn't even have assistance this time, but once, I used to, my dad being Irish again, go back to him, he would love his gift. Not one, but many. How many Guinness do you think you have? More than um, seven or eight. That's sometimes so he's funny. had fifteen pints. He loves he loved Guinness, but then he also loved funerals. So that's that's what I'm saying. When I was little, that's why so I was I went to so many funerals or wakes in Ireland. He'd always bring me because I used to really enjoy them, which is a bit of an odd thing. Why? Because it's like a celebration, though. It when is, you're Irish. but you'd always stand around the, the dead the body. person, be very respectful. But I, from a very young age, I used to see dead people. But to me, that wasn't like scary. Yeah, I used to think that was quite normal. But Catholic um, funerals are quite a nice thing because yes. it's with all your family. It's all to you... do, and you eat and you have tea. You have tea, and then you start Everyone drinking. Everyone just gets absolutely. But you see, wasted. I never, even as a. Well, no, obviously not as a young child, but even when I was 15, 16, or even 17, I never drank. Anything. I never had a drink, never had alcohol. Did you not want Tonic it? water, no, because I think I never thought I should drink Do you think it's because you'd tea. see Gaggy getting drunk and then you'd be put off? Yeah, but I never had it. But I think we once went to a seaside, a holiday somewhere, and it was on the beach. I was sitting on a wall, but for some reason I had a glass. I don't know. Oh, my God, you've told me this. A glass of Guinness. No, not Guinness. Sorry, I hate Guinness. I don't even like it. I mean, cider. I remember thinking, oh, my God, this is so nice. It was very sweet. So it was obviously one of those cheap ciders. And I don't know why Dad gave it to me. I can't. I must have been 15 or 16. Your dad? Or your, my dad? Who's dad? My Gaggy. Dad, Gaggy. Right. Yeah. Gave it to me. And I drank it. And I thought, this is great. Obviously, it must have gone straight to my head because I drank it probably like water. Then I fell off the wall. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Not, thankfully, onto the beach. But had it been on anywhere else, I would have probably died. But anyway, I'm still here to tell that. So I don't remember being rescued. I don't remember the rest of the story, obviously. So you literally had half a pint of cider and blacked out? I don't know. Because <laughs> the rest is gone. Maybe that's why I is history. But you see, when we were little, though, if we ever had stomachache, I think I used to pretend I used to have stomachache. Mum and Granny, Mum, used to bring me warm milk, but she'd always put brandy in it. So you had had a drink before then, because she had yeah, bloody brandy from the age of three. Age of one, probably. Yeah, but I, I don't like brandy. I don't like spirits or whiskey, no. any of that stuff. So it wasn't until I probably went out with your dad, and then you used to have the odd drink, but it was honestly, we'd have a bottle of wine. If When we first got married, we'd have a bottle of wine. That would last us a week. No, you used to have a gin and tonic and a menthol cigarette when you were... Oh, yeah, my, I, do, I must say, I quite enjoyed the smoking palaver. They used to smoke Sobranis. Sobranis. I'd only have posh cigarette. God, I wouldn't go for Marlboro. I've seen a picture of you with Marlboro lights. No, not Marlboro. No, no, not me. No. <laughs> were they not yours? No, they were not mine. If someone handed it, just trust that time, it. I was at a party and I was really drunk and I got so excited. Someone had a Sobrani, so I sent you a picture and oh, you were yeah. like... <laughs> but I used to have those. And what was the black? They were chocolate-flavoured or brown, dark brown, very thin cigarettes. They were very long. And they were packets of Moritz Amaretz. I didn't even get uh, them anymore. No, they were... Big flat in packets like this. Oh, that's cool. They were lovely. I think I liked them because they just looked nice. But they did taste. They had flavours. So, so it wasn't like smoking. Was I like, think when I was like 16, I remember thinking I was, I was so showing off. That's up. where I thought I was growing up. But actually, obviously, Yeah, I that's what I was about to say. So when you're that age, it's really funny because you think you're so grown up. By you smoking, can I was then grown up. Yeah. I wasn't. But then now I'm 24. I feel like, shit, I'm 24 and I should be grown up. But I don't mm. feel like I am. Come on then. What do you mean? What are you going to fiddle with? Come nearer then. Okay, so we we had a little a little what's it called? Chat. No break. Oh yeah. Oh. We're now doing a bit of a 
We're resuming. Resuming, yeah, because mum had to pop off to go get something. Yeah. So then we just had a curry and a glass of wine and, and now we're back. It was good. We had vegan curry. Yeah, it was so nice. And it was mock chicken. You never have... Do you enjoy it? It was nicer than real chicken. Yeah, that question I think I want to ask you. What advice would you give to me or what what things did you wish that you'd known when you were growing up or when you were my age? Um... About being a mum or about being a person? Just about being a person, like learning how to be an adult. Uh, Well, I think the only thing is I should have gone and looked to be, well, gone, I don't know how to put it now, to say, to find out that there's more things I could have done or there was more things out there. I was quite happy. I think in that day and age, I wasn't sort of... But that's good if you were happy. Yeah, I was happy doing my thing. I wasn't sort of ambitious, that's the word, really ambitious. But then I, I think that if you were happy then that's like the ultimate thing, isn't it? Whereas I think everyone now, everyone always wants more. Mm. I don't think you always need to do amazing no, things to I be happy. No, I was busy doing what I was doing, I, so I must have been fulfilled. You've just got to be nice and be kind to people. You are, you're always saving people, aren't you? On yeah. The street. So that's good, you must save people. And I suppose try not to be rude, because in my head I've decided to just be rude in my head and then smile. And say, <laughs> Thank you. You know, to people on the street, you're like when they overtake... I don't drive, so I wouldn't... Oh, yeah, when people have been horrible. I would never do that. Never put your fingers up when you're driving. That's so good. I still don't drive, so it's... Yeah, but even it's when still... you do, don't do it. Even if people are really nasty, don't So do no it. to road rage common. is your number one top yeah. tip of advice for this podcast. I do call them Wally, and I used to say lots of things like bloody when you were little, didn't I? I used to say, what's that square word? Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I used to. I still say I quite like bloody. I don't think it's that bad. No, I used to say blimey a lot, and I got told. Off you used to say twat, not blimey. Oh, I love that word, but I've stopped saying that now. It's really. I'm really sad. I can't say. Basically, Mum did not know that twat was rude. She thought it was the same as twit, but she would call like Everything. me and my friends. She'd be like, you little twats. <laughs> no, I didn't say it quite like that. But yeah, I like that word though. It sounds nicer than twit. Twat. Yeah, but it is quite rude. You can't say that. Yeah. So do you have? So. Overall, do you think that it, it matters if people don't know what's going on? Do you know what I mean? I think in a way, you're, you might be better off being, you're sort of, if you're blind to really what's out there. I think the more you know, I think this that's the problem with this generation okay. and you younger people. I think there's a lot of mental health problems. I know there probably were in our day, mm. but I think because there's so much stress going on and there's so much you have to do, you feel you have to do, you have to be doing, got to be doing, doing, doing. Yeah. They're all, you can't cope. And people, they're trying to do too much. I think that comes down to the fact that, like, going back to the original point, so when you guys didn't have as many opportunities because you had to focus, like, there was so much more precedent put on, you had to be, work so hard to get the food on the table and do certain things that you didn't even have time to think about. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, I think you're right, we've got, like, there's so so much technology that means we have more time to work. That Everyone in my generation not only has a job, but you've also got, like what people call a side hustle, mm. which is when you have, like, loads of other things that you do as well. I think people this generation, yeah, have a bigger social life, so it's it's hard because you've got to do, if you're doing your work, whatever work it is, even though your job, non-job, I think, is a job. Non-job. A non-job. Um, <laughs> I think there's so much going on. It's not like in the olden days you used to come home, cook tea, do a bit of washing, sit down, chill. 
I yeah. used to, I do, actually, I never did chill. I never did sit. Yeah, I know. I think everyone's switched on. I think that's the internet as well. You just constantly, like, emails. Yeah, I think you should ban all light at the door, blue light at the, your bedroom yeah. door. Leave it outside. Yeah, that is good. I, I think you need a, com- a teacher in every house to confiscate all equipment. A teacher. <laughs> Anybody? What's you going to hire a freelance teacher? Yeah, yeah what is that? Not a parent? Yeah, I should come. I should come. I can live with you now. You <laughs> go on your phone at night. No, I do, no, I don't. I think because it wakes you up. You mustn't do it though. I do. I try to read. I try to not go on at half an hour before I sleep, mm. and then read before bed. Yeah, it's very difficult to give advice because it's hard because it's not applicable. My day. Do you think it's so different? Yeah, it's so different. I don't know if I'd cope nowadays. I think maybe How I would. Are you I'd actually, if I was around today, I'd probably be... You are around really today, efficient. by the way. Yeah, but not around in your age generation like a little young person. Okay. <laughs> I'd be quite efficient, actually. But I wouldn't be doing all the stuff that you do. I'd still be doing not as much. You know, there must be people, youngsters, that don't do everything that you do. You do so much. But I do... My job's complete... My job's probably not a very good example to base it off. Even your friends who have normal, say, for example, jobs, then they go out and then they're, they're always out. They're always doing stuff. There's yeah. no time to do... Basic I think stuff. as being in London as well, it's so fast paced. You have mm. to squeeze so much time. But yeah, you're right. I have some friends who work from like seven in the morning till seven in the evening and then go out. It's yeah. a bit like Emily. And come home and then I think, well, when are you going to Relax. clean the bathroom? Literally <laughs> all your concerns are about the washing. <laughs> I think you see, If anyone's don't... looking for a cleaner, she charges £400 an hour. <laughs> no, no, not that much. <laughs> less. I love cleaning. I would like to be a cleaner. I'm really good. But it so, would take me too long. So would that be like... Oh, that's a good question. Do you think that happiness is derived from... Because I think what you were saying earlier is that you feel maybe like you could have done more. But actually, I think the important thing is just to make sure that you're happy. And I don't think that it matters. I think sometimes... I think actually more in your generation, people thought that you had to have, like, for instance, be a lawyer or a doctor or something to Mm. be successful. Mm. I think our generation are more now about making sure that you're happy... And it's not necessarily about making sure you earn loads and loads of money. It's about making sure that yeah. you have but a really nice... But also, you're very... not What's the word? Not opinionated. You're very into, like, what's right and wrong, whereas... <laughs> not, do you know what I mean, right and wrong? Like, Me personally? No, no, generally. Like, you can't say that, you can't do Politically that. Politically correct. Yes. And I'm not sure if that's a bit OTT these Do you days. feel a bit like you are over-censored? You... Yeah. I'm not over-censored. No, but, like, people over-censored Yeah, because you read in the paper and you think people, you know... And me too and all that sort of stuff. I think, fine, but I'm not sure. I'm not being sympathetic. I'm on their side and all that palaver. But I think it's just too much. I don't know what you're saying. You don't understand? No. Why? What do you mean? Too, what's too much? Well, it's constant now because it's like a bandwagon. But that's because everyone's, it. it's finally I know being it's, unearthed. I know it's fine because everyone says that they're probably thinking the more people that say it, the more everyone is sort of ramming it down your But throat. it's so good because then it'll stop it. Because the problem well, yes. also isn't about the women speaking up. It should be, the problem is, it should be those men admitting and realising and changing those behavioural patterns. But until... Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, but that's going to be generations because you've got to wait for all the other twats to die, haven't you? <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. I don't know necessarily what you mean in, in terms of me too, but I think I get what you're saying in terms of like you feel like you can't say anything without offending someone. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, you tell me off all the time, and I'm not. Actually but I, I guess anything. my point of view on things is, if it's a word, especially if it's just a word, mm. it doesn't take that much out of my day to change one word in my vocabulary if it's going to make sure that other people aren't offended. Okay. That's how I look at it. But I do know that a lot of people feel... But why feel... do... It's just sad then that certain people do take offence. But it's because when you don't... So, like, it's... For instance, a man might not find it offensive if they, if someone said something to them which is offensive to a woman because it doesn't apply to them. It's mm. a point of privilege. So we might not realise that something... So, for example, when people used to say years ago, that's gay, mm. 
Mm. We wouldn't find that offensive because we're not gay, but to gay people to use that word yeah, as I a derogatory term. People used to say yeah. it. I never say that anymore. But that, for example, we couldn't see why that was offensive. But to I a know. gay person, yeah. they'd be like, "Why are you using something that defines me as a derogatory term?" Yes. Do you see? And then, so whilst it might not make sense to us, actually, if it's offending someone, you don't. That's lose. just a word of the moment, isn't it? That's just a word that happened then. Nobody says that. No now. one says that now. No. But also, it's just like people. Certain people say, "Oh, it's banter." Well, it's not. I know it's banter. I hate we're that not, word. We're joking. Banter. I know. But then they they use that to say, "Well, actually, to excuse joking. themselves." It's just getting a load of blokes together. Wait, that's and have a drink. wait, that's the other way around. Now, now, I feel like you're saying something else. No, no, I'm just saying. It's the same they excuse though, it's their not, behavior as banter. Yes, yes, or to say, oh, well, I was just a lad thing. Yeah, that that's but that's exactly it. We shouldn't. There shouldn't mm. be such thing as lad culture, and there's no excuse for no. it. No, no, no. Like I locker agree with room chat. I suppose it's got to be all your generation then, boys, and that they won't be like that. So they, you know, I don't soon, think it's nobody will talk like that anymore. No, I think but things I don't are know changing. If it was, is, do you think it's worse now? I don't know. In our day, it, it was. I'm not sure it was more isolated. I think cases. it. Yeah, no, I think it happened as much, but I think there wasn't as much integration between the sexes, and it was more like behind closed doors, yeah. very much. So you didn't see it as much. Whereas I think also now, in terms of the media and social media, well, and that's the thing. It means you everywhere. get an, a view into every single mm. bit. Whereas I think it wasn't as widely. It's good. No, I agree. I think it's good that everyone, especially young people, even young, you know less than teenager I think the, the ones younger than me are even more yeah. politically aware hmm. like the 16 year olds now are very oh, even woke. younger than that 13 year olds yeah. woke is a funny word isn't it yeah Do you, could you, it's like it's a new it's actually um, derived well it actually comes from African American slang and it was when the, it means that you're awakened to something but it, it could be someone said that that could be um, cultural yeah. appropriation that word but apparently it's not but people just use it now to mean it's so well used now it's almost hard to describe it but it means awakened to things like you open up your eyes and you see stuff yeah. so you're woke to it oh okay I'm gonna try that then but like you it's it's like when you suddenly become you know harder you said you didn't really think that guy flashing with sexual harassment mm. but so, it wasn't though but not it but it, it is because it's he is um invading your privacy and showing you something that you yeah, should I know but especially I think as a child yes I know but <clears throat> I think he was doing it in those days I think he was doing it to like for the shock value it wasn't going to actually I don't think yeah but that's still it. asserting power yeah maybe to I mean, undermine there could be a child you. who did it to you that really got disturbed by I mean to me I but it's also it's just me it's, at all. yeah but that doesn't mean that it's not <clears throat> wrong no no and I think also you don't know they had there are lots of people who have sadly mental issues yeah and he definitely. probably didn't even know what he was doing bless him it's sad isn't it yeah but that's another problem in itself coming down to, to politics and, and how we look after wealth and distribute wealth and mm. stuff because that's why you have people with lots of mental health. Yeah, so back to the advice. No, I think you're doing, you're going great guns. And I think, yes, I suppose your generation and people younger are, are doing it for the future, aren't you? For change, yeah. as it were. Do you think you went with the flow more? Uh, definitely, yes. You I didn't wasn't... really think you could ha- enact any change? No, no, no. I didn't think outside the box, basically. I just went with it and then I was so busy I suppose doing my job and then when you get married you have a home and I wasn't thinking oh should I be doing this should I be doing that or you don't when you look back do you think you that you you were content with the way that the world was in terms of not your personal life but like politics or like you don't really yes know. I wasn't really into see, you didn't, I didn't really care no I think yes because when I was a lot younger we never really had a television we had a radio so I never watched didn't really know and I didn't really watch television because it was if when we had one eventually there was only ever football. <laughs> the boys watch it, oh, so yeah, I didn't watch so it. so funny. So I never really... I guess your life, there was very like a family. It is, that is really true, actually. I think when you grow up, that's a, something that I think is a shame that isn't as much anymore. But your life was very much a family life, and it was just about spending your time 
with your family and mm. your friends. Yeah. Whereas now, I think everyone, because you have such quick connections to different countries and different oh, yeah. things going on in the world, it's actually more alone because mm. more people spend time on their own looking things online than they do actually do, having real social interactions. Yes. So that's lost in some ways. Yeah, I think I suppose it's like anything, like going on holiday. We never went further than an island. Yeah. I think maybe what it is as well as our generation are more individualist in that we spend more time like we I think we have do you think you want more though um I think that especially because there's less religion as well because obviously religion creates community doesn't it Mm. and it makes people stay together that actually you're or maybe less affected by other things going on because you've got such a nuclear community but also in my day there wasn't so much of the other religions you know there was not what you want it wasn't such an integrated place it wasn't so, so diverse not at all, no. So, you know, we're not aware. There were no, I don't think when I was growing up, there were no, not many people from other countries, really. In London? Yeah. In, like, what I mean is nowadays, because there's less sense of community, as we're more, people look at millennials as more individual, like, we think that everything, we've got to do it on our own kind of thing. Mm. So everyone's out for themselves. Yeah. And everyone's doing that. So I think that's why we're more politically engaged because it's almost like a personal agenda, which is in some ways really sad. Mm. And if you think about the way that people don't, I guess even, like, I'm going back years and years and years ago now, but I assume in villages and, and even in London, there was much more sense of community. Mm. I feel like now no one talks to anyone. You oh, hate no. that, don't you? Yeah, you so I don't like that. Because when we lived in Clapham, it was... Not only was it like a, a lots of a sort of an Irish community, but my mum would talk to everybody. Yeah. We'd talk to everybody in the streets. Yeah. And they, you know, even not so long ago, just before she died, even because it was a small area, they got to know older people like the bus, the chap driving down night again yeah. would stop the bus and tell her to get on and she'd say no. And he'd say, Get on <laughs> make her get on and then drop her off at the house. But you make a point of speaking to everyone, don't you? Yeah. Because you As know a... everyone in every shop, everywhere we go. Yeah, but I do, but some people think it's odd, but I just talk to people and then they'll talk back because they think it's yeah. great. Yeah. But I think that's a really sad thing that people aren't more I've friendly. To people. Yeah. And I do think that that's something to do with this increase in technology, increase in like individualist ideas. Mm. There's less sense of community. And I do think that comes down to less religion and more technology. Mm. So in some ways, I guess the reason wasn't because you didn't have ambitions, but you were just actually content with your life because you had so much I suppose in your own small... Yes, I didn't know how to change it, so I just carried on not with that you, what I was doing. Not that you need to change it, but it's just interesting to see that clearly your own small environment maybe was more positive mm. and positive for you than the environment that we live in, which is very much like competitive and individualist. I think it's harder, definitely harder. Yeah. Nowadays. I think it's harder in a different way, though, because I think, especially, like, your parents would have had a lot more difficult in terms of actual, like, hard labour, mm. and we don't have to do stuff like that, do we? No. You can cough. Do you want more wine? No, no, I can try. It's really interesting, because I guess some of these things I wouldn't even ask you. Really? I should have asked Granny about things like that, but she was quite... Um, well, my mum my was quite independent, but quite feisty, wasn't she? Yeah. So she was, like... Quite a strong woman. yeah. But then set in her ways as well, so she wouldn't have changed much. Was happy to stay where she was and do her job. And but I think that's good. Then she had probably lots of friends. There were hundreds of people all around, oh, and everybody yeah. knew everybody, and they'd all ring each other when somebody died. It was like yeah, the best was the Plunkett in oh, Clapham, Plunkett. which yeah. is this pub. It's like an Irish Catholic pub that we used to go to. I used to go there every year to get sent. And it used to be packed, and, and they used to get all totally these grannies and granddads would be so wasted. They'd be like Maisie used to stand on the table. Cost- <laughs> Well, everything was cost price. It's like a pint. I don't know, in those days, it was like 50p. Yeah. All things cost nothing. And I'd end up serving it was at the such bar. a community. But then all the youngsters, like my brothers, went there from when, after church, that's what we used to do, go there. And even the priests would go. 
And then the priests die, and then the boys get older. But the boys still today, there's a whole congregation, probably about 30 boys or maybe more, and they still see each other. Yeah. They still get together. It's sad, really, isn't it? I wish, I think I wish more that, I guess we, I didn't have that as much growing up because of where we lived. No. But I think that that's really, I would really like that family, sense of community. Yeah, all, like John's friends, if their parents, any of his friends' parents die or anything, my brother and, and the other two, they go to everybody's funerals because it's so yeah. respectful. They always, you know, they sort of, find it terrible they're all sort of gone now most of the parents have died it's sad yeah that's really sad but everybody knew everybody yeah that's what's sad now i think the community i think there are still communities there yeah around, definitely but not so i much. just think that and maybe it's not as much because i think everyone's so driven to work so hard and, and there is such a pressure on our, i think because we're known as the generation that was told that you could have everything because you guys all got these loans. I really can't remember what it was, but because you guys got these loans, we were told we could have whatever we want. So everyone mm. went to school believing they could do whatever they want and then you get out, there's no jobs, there's no money. Mm. The economy's really bad and you can't buy a flat or like a house. You can't buy anything. You can't young, buy anything. Young people don't buy. I know, but that's... that's so then everyone's really competitive and like, I've got to work so hard and it's like, mm. the, it's really difficult, I think, for most young people. Mm. And there's like one of the highest rates of unemployment. It's sad, isn't it? So I think it is. I think it's harder today, I think. I think there were definitely things like unemployment and all that sort of thing years ago, but I think today is harder. There's yeah. more poverty now, I think, yeah. than there were. We've never had so many homeless. I don't, I've, I've never really? seen... I don't ever Do you remember, not think it was that many? Never saw anybody on the street. Really? Mm. No, don't remember ever talking, because I probably would have taken them yeah. home in those days. Yeah. No, I've never saw anybody... Anywhere in the street, sitting in a doorway. That's so sad, isn't in it? In Ballum, in all those years. What's really sad when you think about homeless people is, I saw the other day, Professor Green put this up, actually, they now on certain benches, they put, like, a metal bar so that people can't lie oh, on I've them. I've seen that, yeah. And then I thought this was really dystopian. When I was on the tube the other day, sometimes doing an announcement, like, there are beggars operating on this carriage. Please do not encourage them. And everyone was sat there looking at their phones. I looked up and I was like, this is gross. They're, there's literally an announcement being, like, basically as if there was, like, dogs... Do you know what I mean? Like treating yeah. humans, and everyone listening to this announcement was just looking at their phone as if nothing was going on, like as if to be like we're we'll ignore them. Yeah. And the announcement was like, if there's any beggars or homeless people, make sure that you don't encourage them by giving them money. And I was like, that's a human person, oh. and that you're literally like everyone sat there with holding a phone that's worth like a thousand pounds. Like so every sad. person, that's gross. But when I tell you, it, this it? is one example. This was really sad and nice when Dad and I were going for New Year out for that meal. Do you remember we got yeah. tube? this New Year? Yeah, yeah, 31st. Um, we were on the tube, and there was a man... <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. I, I just thought I'd put that in, in case people think it's not. Anyway, <laughs> and we were sitting on the tube, and there was a man... To, so we were in the middle of the carriage on, with our backs to the, the train, you know, this actual station, and there was a man opposite me, to the left a bit, sitting on the seat, but with his dog on the seat beside him, massive dog, like an Alsatian, beautiful dog, and he was being really... He obviously looked... Well, not well dressed, a bit like he looked like he was a tramp, but a nice tramp, you know, you could tell. Yeah. And hugging his dog and being really nice. And he was sitting hugging his dog, and there was a girl, like one seat next to dad, except one, one, you know, missing yeah. seat, and next one to dad. And she got up to get off, and she handed him a um, 20 pound note. And I looked, and he got up and he shook a hand and he gave her a hug. He said, Thank you. Oh my God, I can't believe that. It's so kind that's of you. So he sad. wasn't asking for money. Yeah. She'd know that's for you and for your dog and do something. And do you know, everyone, loads of people in the carry saw, and they all came up and gave him money. Yeah, because she did it. And no. that was so sad. And I wanted to cry. I said to Dad, Have you got any money? He never had any. Oh, <laughs> and so I wanted sad. to give him money. But he was so pleased, and the dog looked so happy. And he yeah. got the dog, and he was hugging the I dog. I do actually give money, but the worst, do you know what happens to me? Every single time I give money to a homeless person, I'll, walk, I'll give them money and I'll feel really like, good, mm. like glad I did that. 
And then the next thing you know, you'll walk past like six more and you're like, I can't, mm. you can't give it to all of them. There's just no. such a bad homeless problem. It is bad because there was one other one in Bristol, I'll tell you, because I do know some of them in Bristol, although it's got so bad in Bristol. Now. Really? Oh, really bad, yeah. Um, <clears throat> this one youngish chap who I often talk to with his dog, he walks past, he goes, hi, how are you? I'm going, I'm fine, thank you. And I know he's he's homeless, but he's sort of, doesn't look it. Right. But he's obviously addicted to drugs. Oh, my God. Has he got, like, floppy hair? I might have spoken to him. Is he, like, 40s? No, no. Uh, there's younger. one who's, like, an alcoholic, and his wife, get, like, kicked him out, and I always used to see him when we used to go out. Oh, really? And he's literally, like, a functioning alcoholic, but, like, doesn't look No, this chap is... De- he's, a, he's, a, he's obviously a... A drug, drug addict. Drug person, yeah. Drug. But, uh, this person... I was coming out of Primark. Sorry, I said, oh, my God, hi, how are you? And how's... Is that, I said, is that a different dog? He said, no, it's the same dog. I went, oh, my God, it looks different. And I didn't give him anything. But so the last time, I came back and I actually gave him two pounds, which was fine. Then another day, I saw him... And he said, oh, hi, how are you? I said, I'm fine. And I gave him two pounds again. And then I went off to do my shopping. I came back and I saw the back of him. And I said, oh, hi, how are you doing? And he went, he was out of it. Oh, just didn't know who you are. No, because I said, I said, where have you been? That's huh? really sad. And he'd obviously went and bought, not with two pounds, obviously. He must have got some money and bought whatever he had. Isn't that sad? But the thing is, I, I said this to you before, though, but you know That's when people are like, else. you're just going to go spend money on alcohol oh. and drugs. We spend money on alcohol and we're not homeless. So obviously, if you're homeless, why wouldn't you want to get away from that? Because I guess the only way to ignore the fact that you're homeless is to be not with it. I know, but it's just, isn't that Because you'd want to escape your reality, nice wouldn't yeah. you? Sorry, there's a bit of knocking going on, so I don't know if you're going to hear it, but it's upstairs. But anyway, I just want to say, maybe that's a good time to round it off, actually, if there's noises. So thanks very much for coming on the podcast, Mum. You're welcome, I enjoyed it. Thank Would you, you do it again? Oh, yes, I would, thank you. Okay. I don't know if I'm that interesting. No, I think you are. But it does make you think. And I think I'm, not, I would, I'm glad, in a funny way, that I'm not you. So Thanks, babe. Like, uh, <laughs> no, well, bye. Have you? you are me. See, I want to be. Oh my god, that is so true. I'm what, so you. You can't escape that as well. You know, people say it's like nature or nurture. We're actually genetically you get people's personalities. You know, you thought that was like I am genetically you. So there is no escaping. No. I mean, that's fine. Apart from some, I mean, I haven't got your your like tidiness, which is not annoying. Because well. I I take that one. That's okay. Do you think it will come? No. Yes, I will. I uh, think it does. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're actually, <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, it will. Um, because actually, you're, you're very much improved. Oh, thank you, since when? Because I saw you with the cloth the other day, and I thought, what the hell is she doing? I quite like... I do like cleaning. I just don't think I'm... Wiping, but it's attention to detail. Because yeah. I look... You say, I've done the bathroom, and I go, and I go, this is where I'd say, you need to clean your bathroom. <laughs> but you are immaculate. No, no, but, yeah. If you I am. It, I have got a very special way of hoovering, though. Oh, have you? Yeah, as in, like, I will only... I, I can't be bothered to hoover the whole carpet, so I'll just hoover the areas where I can see there's uh, dust. You haven't really got the prop, a proper hoover, but no, when one really. has, a, like I say, a Dyson... What you need is one of those automatic hoovers. I really want a Dyson around. hoover, actually. Dyson, if you're listening. Yeah. No, 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 i tell you what, no, those little, um, like, a robot hoover. Oh, my God, do you, you know what, actually... the house, bless him. I think that's such a good point about being an adult. I think you're an adult when you start to learn that you like hoovering... Because oh. I actually quite like it now because there's nothing more upsetting than having an unhoovered carpet. Mm, I know. And I never thought I'd care about that. I actually said to Matt the other day, I would love a Dyson Hoover. And that, I think, in itself. Yes, because you'd never want. Is very. Not, when you're no. little, you'd never want a Dyson Hoover. No. And now I just, and honestly, a I was emptying the bin and I was like, do you know what I'd love? A Dyson Hoover. I know. You could whiz it around. One of the whizzy ones, not the. Yeah, the heavy or ones. even the like one that you've got. Yeah. Yes, that's one. Can't yeah, leave you on that. Dyson, absolute. So do you walk around, do you feel like an adult now? Yeah, of course, after all, eventually. <laughs> yeah, I do, actually, of course I do. But do you sometimes forget, do you sometimes feel like you're like 20 and then you're like, oh. Yeah, no, I do forget because sometimes I look at clothes and I think, oh my God, I love that. Like what? Certain clothes. And yeah, I but think, like what kind of thing? 
like quite floaty, pretty like long dresses or you things. Not low thing. Yeah, no, like no. I've got to act my age. As my friend used you to say, you don't have to act your age. I think that no, your no, age is wear no. It wouldn't suit me anyway because I'm too thick in the middle. But uh, <laughs> she's literally not. <laughs> I know. But do you know what I mean? My waist, bust, and hips are all the same way. Go straight down. No. Um. But I look at things and think, no, I must dress my age, and then sort of. But you, know, you don't dress your age because you don't dress like you dress cool. No, I know. I've. I, yeah, I do like shoes. I've got a thing about yeah. shoes. Um, but no, I just think certain things think, no, I can't wear that now. I also just think it's really important to just wear whatever you fancy. I think Life's too short to, yeah. to worry about it. I get my black leather miniskirt out now. No, no, I never You wouldn't even like a black leather miniskirt. No. I don't even think I like black leather, not on me I used anyway. to have a lovely black leather skirt to my knees. So yeah, I'd like a knee length. I actually put that I've just never been well. a fan of a miniskirt. No. They don't suit me. No. So I've got your body. <laughs> we have the exact same body shape, don't we? You go straight down, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Twins. No waist, no bust, no, no hips. No. <laughs> In other words, no, nothing. <laughs> nothing but a fab personality. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got more personality than I have. No, I don't. I'm quite quiet, I actually. literally I'm have, quite reserved. You are not bloody quiet, and I, I have your so. personality. That is how this has happened. <laughs> I am really quite reserved. I am you, just in a few years' time. <laughs> Aren't I? I do. You do tell me to stop in shops or talk to people. My friend used Only to say Only because to me, when we're don't in talk. a rush, ma'am, and with, you're 20 minutes deep into a conversation with the woman in H&M, and we're what? meant to be somewhere, oh, yeah. and you haven't even started buying the clothes or whatever you're doing. No, I'm not 20 minutes deep. We just end up talking. But my friend used to say to me, sadly, who's not with us anymore, she used to say to me, um, we're going to go in the shop and I'm going to buy my lipstick on the, uh, what was it, in the um, Estee Lauder counter. I say, okay, she said, whatever you do, do not talk to the sales <laughs> system. Do not engage in conversation. I say, why? Because, <laughs> mum, you are gone. Do you remember when I was sitting on ice? like, mum, I'm really tired from school. And you're like, I'm just going to pop into the shop. And I was like, please, oh, you, you used to hate don't me. take ages. And take she long. would go into Tesco's for about three no, hours. I would leave you the car. I went and I'd be in the car and I used to milk. fall asleep. And then you'd drive home and then you'd go in the house and leave me in the car. And I'd wake up. <laughs> So confused. Do you remember? That? No, you wouldn't get. This is where we live. Where do we live? All of the houses, like, oh, because I fall asleep everywhere, don't I? Yeah. No, but you were safe. You were not like in the middle of the house. No, obviously not, but it was just because I was in the car. Because yeah. I wouldn't get up, would I? No, you wouldn't get out. So I'd say, okay, I'm leaving you. And you'd grunt and go back to sleep. So I'd left you. And I'd wake up and I'd miss dinner and yeah. I'd be so sad. No, you wouldn't miss dinner. I used to come out all the time and toot you. And then I'd turn the car door, open it, and shut it, open it, shut it. And it would click. And even that wouldn't wake you up. Do you not remember that? Yeah, I do remember. That's I just love sleeping so much. I think you do like sleeping. I think I need more sleep than most people. Do you know people. my thing? The only thing I want in life, actually, that's true. I okay. had a dream the other day. The only thing I really want to do... And this changes all the time because you say this all the time. It's sometimes not a new one. This sometimes it's like a car and then sometimes it's, it's like to move somewhere. No, 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 like no the, the only thing. thing. I always want to move. Okay. No, this is the only thing I've always wanted to do <laughs> and I never could. I always thought I did, okay. but I don't. <laughs> I want to sleep on my back. <laughs> What? That is not funny. That what is... do you mean? I just want to be able to go to sleep on my back. Lay on my back. How do you sleep? I can't sleep on my back. So how do you I sleep? Die. On my side. <laughs> Either side. Any side. In my tummy sometimes. How do you know? Because I've tried it and it doesn't work. But I don't know how I sleep because I just wake up I and I, I do this oh, inside out. If I went to bed and laid on my back and I'd lay there, it would be so <laughs> comfortable. And not only that, when you get to my age, you really don't crease one's face. So I'm laying there thinking it's with the most comfortable position. And then... After a while, I think, oh, God, I can't sleep like this. Because I think my when I go to sleep, I think I sort of choke You get sleep myself. apnea. So I think, oh, I'm going to die. So I have to sleep on my side. You've never told me that before. Always want to sleep on my back. That's my one main aim in life. <laughs> Your goal. Why don't we see if we can get this fixed? We can't. I think you get sleep apnea. Unless you're dead. Because you know <laughs> I snore. 
<laughs> you know my snore. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, it, I've inherited it from your dad. It sounds like a train is coming from your room and you're asleep. <laughs> I'm not, so but that is not that loud. is where yeah whatever. so I think you get this thing called sleep apnea which is when your block your airways yes, block up so I think we need to sort you out apparently if you have a pineapple plant in your room it stops you snoring shoot and they sold them in Asda but they've sold out now so I was going to get one what do why is it because everyone's you just literally put, yeah, put pineapple what do they plant. look like a pineapple it literally looks like a pineapple growing out of a tree out of a pot. So it's like a pot with the ba- it looks like a bit of bamboo and then a pineapple. Oh, oh okay, I'll buy one. Yeah. Oh, that is so sad, Mum. So that is truly, every night I go to bed, I lay that on my back, so I can lay on my back and be really lovely and And you think happy. about it and you think that would be so nice. I, I just, yeah, asleep. I just think, I could, this could be me. Eight <laughs> in the morning, whatever time I get out, whatever. And I, it doesn't happen, because then after, I might just drop to sleep and I think, <laughs> I to wake up like... <laughs> Don't because I wake myself up because I snore too loudly sometimes. I won't snore for ages and I'll do one really loud one and then go and then wake myself Friends up. Alive. Friends alive. Yeah. yeah, so that's my main aim in life. It's honestly it's so comfortable. Try it. I sleep on my back. Oh, do you? I sleep flat out. I'm jealous. Emily does too. I wake up sometimes on my side. But then again, I don't know because I think I move around. Emily's a silent I wake sleeper. up and my duvet is completely oh, not where I left it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Tiffany, the one in Australia, she is so tidy. Actually, I went to sleep and wake up this morning, my bed's still made, so I can't have moved. I must have passed out last oh, you're night. So tired. Yes, because your sister gave you tulips. This is you one listen to this. Her sister <laughs> gave her a bunch of tulips. I got here and I said, Oh no, no, now where do you? I meant to say to you you could put the tulips actually in with the daffs. It would be quite funny. With the daffs. <laughs> the daffodils. <laughs> and I thought, where are they? She said, Oh they're out where are they? I don't know where they are. They're there. And I said, Where? There. And I said, But where's there? On the table, no. Oh, by the front door, no. In the kitchen, no. I said, Noni, where are they? She said, well, I don't know. I said, you can't. I definitely brought them in. I said, but Noni, they should be in water. I think she took them to bed with her. You actually took them to bed. They were in my room, yeah. On the bed. In a bag. In the bed. In the bed. Honestly, this has been so much fun. You sure? I'd love to have you back. (laughs) Thank you. We could just do every episode, me and you, we get a guest on. Yes, well, if you feed me whatever that thing was, I love it. Yeah. Shout out to Muscle Food. Yeah. Muscle. Muscle Food. That isn't actually an ad, but I'm just genuinely loved actually, it. It's so tasty, and it's actually quite spicy, but so nice. Yeah, you could become a, ve- a vegetarian, a vegan. Thank you so much for listening, <laughs> Mum. Are you going to say bye? Yes, bye everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Do you have anything special you want to say as a little outro? I'm going. To... <laughs> <laughs> what did you <he> say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. bye. <laughs> podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.